the Lord be with you. Welcome Chavia Churches and welcome those joining us from other places too. This is Colin and I hope everyone is staying well and keeping very safe. We come together on this Transfiguration Sunday, which is also St. Valentine's Day. We do have a video of this service. Usually we record it in Morbato or in Yetham Church. But this week we have recorded it by Zoom because of all the snow and ice. And it will be from my garden. So the link is on the website and there are links to other things there to please do have a look. I would draw your attention to the fact that this Wednesday is sees the start of Lent and we'll have a service for Ash Wednesday, 17th of, of February at 12 noon. And the link is on the web page. So everyone is very welcome to, to, to zoom in, to press the link and we'll have our service. The following Wednesday, our Wednesdays, we will have our Lent study group again by Zoom. And this year we're looking at the theme, Caring for Creation. And there will be a, a handbook if you, if you want to purchase it. Again, the link is on the, the website. Our singing as usual is led by Heather and Gordon. And I'd remind you to light a candle this Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Let us have our call to worship. God said, let light shine in the darkness. Lord, shine your light into our lives. We see the glory of God in the face of Christ. The light of Christ is with us day by day. And let us follow the light of Christ together. Let us worship God with thanks and praise. Our opening hymn is the hymn 35. It's part of the Psalm, part of Psalm 43. O send thy light forth and thy truth. And the tune is Invocation.
memories of the General Assembly and singing that. Anyway, let us come into our prayers of adoration and confession. Let us pray. God of glory, to this worried world, you reveal your presence in radiant glory and in gentle whispers on mountaintops and in shadowed valleys, in classrooms and hospital beds, in homes and in churches, in the quiet of nature and in busy streets. Yours is the presence that pushes past our fear to calm us. Yours is the love that transforms our doubt with reassurance. We come to dwell in your goodness and offer you our praise and our adoration. God of mercy and forgiveness, we confess that many things keep us from trusting fully in your love. We're often distracted by our own desires and disappointments. We cling to anger and resentment. We fear for the future rather than seek, seek signs of hope. Forgive us. Shine your love upon us so that your glory may be seen in us and give us courage to follow Jesus wherever he leads. And to all who humbly seek the mercy of God, in Jesus Christ our sins are forgiven. Be at peace with God and with yourself and with one another. And now we join in our family prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. We read from 2 Kings chapter 2 and from verse 1. Now when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven by a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take your master away from you? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. And so they came to Jericho. The company of prophets who were in Jericho drew near to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take your master away from you? And he answered, Yes, I know. Be silent. And then Elijah said to him, Stay here. For the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. But he said, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. And so the two of them went on. Fifty men of the company of prophets also went. 
Satan stood at some distance from them as they both were standing by the Jordan. Then Elijah took his mantle and rolled it up and struck the water. The water was parted to one side and to the other until the two of them crossed on dry ground. And when they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what I may do for you before I'm taken from you. Elisha said, Please let me inherit a double share of your spirit. And he responded, You have asked a hard thing. Yet, if you see me as I am being taken from you, it will be granted you. If not, it will not. And as he continued walking and talking, a chariot of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them. And Elijah ascended in a whirlwind into heaven. Amen. And we read from the Gospel of Mark and Mark chapter 9 from verse 2. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. And then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it's good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. And then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. And suddenly when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. And as they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And now we're going to hear the hymn 448, Lord, the light of your love is shining.
And we have our weekly prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, at the transfiguration, you showed Jesus in a new state of glory. In our worship together, help us to get a glimpse of your heavenly kingdom, as well as a deeper understanding of how your son Jesus can transfigure our broken and unfulfilled lives. Be with us as we move into this coming week with our eyes fixed on Jesus only. Amen. It has been marvellous this week to look out at the hills covered in snow, though maybe it was more difficult for those needing to, to make essential journeys like going to get vaccinated. We truly live in a very beautiful part of the world. Now, Sherlock Holmes, the great detective, and Dr. Watson, his sidekick, are reputed to have gone for a hike in such countryside, though maybe not in such snowy conditions. And come the evening, they took out their tent and they camped. At some point during the night, Holmes woke Watson and said, Watson, look up. What do you see? And Watson replied, I see millions of stars. It's wonderful. What do you deduce from that? Holmes asked. And Watson answered, if there are so many stars and planets, perhaps one of them can be like Earth and maybe there can be life. Holmes looked at him in exasperation and said, Watson, it means that somebody has stolen the tent. Sometimes we just don't see what is in front of us. Though I must admit a sympathy with Watson, I too would have looked at the night sky and wonder. But like him, the disciples in our reading from Mark's gospel failed to understand fully what was before them when Jesus took them up the mountain. But then the story of the transfiguration can be a difficult one for us too. With talk of Jesus' clothes becoming dazzling white and with the appearance of the two heroes from Hebrew scriptures, Moses and Elijah. Like Moses at the burning bush or Elijah and the chariot of fire. The transfiguration is beyond our ken, beyond our normal experience. But then it can also speak to us of times that we have been somehow taken out of ourselves. When we've been up a mountain or in a, a great cathedral or beside crashing waves at the seashore. And we have that wow factor. Or we can feel simply very close to God. The transfiguration was a turning point. Just before it, Peter had confessed that Jesus was the Messiah. But then Jesus began to explain that he, he must suffer. And the disciples just couldn't get their heads around that. They needed to have the mountaintop experience to see Jesus in glory with Moses and Elijah beside him, representing the law and the prophets. 
They needed to hear the voice from heaven affirming that Jesus was a beloved son. There was all so much to take in and perhaps that's why Peter suggested they build shelters and stay forever. When we have that wow moment, we want to make it last. But often it can be too fleeting. And so it was with the disciples. Too soon it was over and they were alone with Jesus. The disciples needed that time on the mountain. Maybe Jesus did too, knowing that the way ahead meant suffering and even death. But Jesus chose to come down the mountain, down to the crowds with their demands for healing, down to the religious problems of the day, the rivalries, the jealousies, down to where the other disciples were, and down to where we are, down to the discouragements, down to the frustrations of pandemic. Jesus came down to the way that led to the cross. Jesus came down the mountain, and that's right at the heart of our Christian faith. For God in Christ came down to be with us and for us, to walk alongside us, that we might know God and have life, and life in all its fullness. It's always good to have the wow moments, but we too need to come down the mountain. But when we do, we find ourselves in the company of Christ, the Christ who cares for us and all our ups and downs, all our hopes and our dreams. And as the hymn says, will not let us go. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And we sing the hymn 557, O love that wilt not let me go.
Let us pray. God of life and love, receive our gifts as tokens of our love and bless them so that they strengthen the service of love we undertake in Jesus' name. May our lives shine with hope in these difficult days of winter time as we wait for healing and renewal. Ever-loving God, we pray today for your church as Christian communities across Scotland and all over the world as we face new challenges and pain and an uncertain future. We pray for wisdom to see new opportunities for growth and renewal. We pray for the church as it continues to work for your kingdom and to carry out your mission. God of glory, we thank you for the tireless efforts of nurses and doctors and consultants caring for patients and especially those suffering from COVID-19. We ask that you give all medical staff a sense of peace as they care for the sick and peace as many of them wait at the bedside of those who are at the end of life. We also remember the work of hospital chaplains bringing encouragement and bringing hope. And we think of other chaplains in other situations such as prisons and fold them in your care. We pray for all who have been kept apart from those that they love during this lockdown. For those who have not been able to mourn for family or friends. And pray especially for relatives of people in care homes and for the people in care homes themselves. Surround them all with your healing presence. Remember people in our own communities who are suffering or going through difficult times. We ask that you would lighten the pain and distress of daily life. And now in a moment of silence, we bring the prayers of our own hearts before you. Lord, hear these and all our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. And the hymn 519, Love Divine, a hymn for Valentine's Day.
and we have our benediction, and that will be followed by the hymn 786, May the God of Peace. Let us pray. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind always be at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of God's hand.